this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by one of the newest members of the Below Deck family, Miss Elizabeth Franchini. Did I say your last name right? Ah, yes, you did. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. What's going on? Now you are you're in Long Island. I am. I'm here uh, just for a few days for the premiere. Um, but normally I am in Florida, South Florida. How's Florida these days? You know, I mean, I just, I love it there. Like I love the weather. I live close to the beach. Um, so as long, I mean, with all the, with all this COVID, you know, I mean, you know, I just kind of hide out in my apartment and then I can go to the beach and like kind of be away from everyone. I'm happy with that. (laughs) Where in Florida are you? I'm in Fort Lauderdale. So that's nice. It is very nice. Yeah, I really can't complain. <laughs> and where where does Kate Chastain live? Does she live in Fort Lauderdale? I think she moved to the city. She moved to New York. She did, but I think I think she's back in Florida now. I, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure she's in Florida again somewhere. Well, I would like love to run into her. I would love to meet her. <laughs> what I mean, wouldn't that be nice? I'm not gonna lie, like, yeah, I really and you are from Long Island originally, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Long Island. I'm actually like at my parents' house right now. <laughs> Did you come home like what? Like they they want to have a premiere party for you? Um, it's funny because not not with my parents, but like with my friends, um, my close friends, and like my cousins. 
Um, we're having like a small gathering. I found a place in the city that I can rent out like the whole entire place with TVs and yeah. Oh my God. I know. Cause I like saw on your Instagram today, someone said something about like, oh, my friends on, so I'm like, your friends are probably excited, right? Oh my God. I feel like I already have like an army of just like amazing supporters. Like I have so many friends that are just so excited for me and they're always just like, you know, like we knew you were going to do this. Like we knew you know, it wasn't a shock somehow that I got on the show. And did you like, like, what did you grow up wanting to be? Like, did you grow up into like yachting? (laughs) But even though this is not acting, like really it is my entire life. Like I, you know, really nothing is scripted. Like my emotions, I really put myself out there. So it is me, but it's just funny because I grew up like that was my biggest dream. I grew up going to school, the theater and everything. I was in plays growing up my whole life. And, um, and then like I took a hiatus from acting when I joined the yachting industry, actually, um, like four years ago, five years ago. And I said, you know what, maybe I just need more life experience to like be a better actor. And then below deck, I feel like just combines, you know, what I love. Oh, how did you get into the yachting industry? Like, just, I mean, did you have any experience? Like, how does that happen after you go to school for acting? Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, after I graduated college, I was in the city and not really pursuing acting. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't really want that life of just, you know, being a waitress and, having a small apartment with roommates and like sludging in the, in the subways. Like I just, I was so over it. <laughs> I love traveling. I love the ocean. I need to be in nature. Um, and I went on a vacation with my best friend. I was working like promotions at the time, like event stuff throughout the city, hospitality. Anyway, I fell in love in St. Martin on a beach <laughs> with a yachty from England. He was, and I guess it's kind of history from there. He got me into the industry um, a while later, once we started dating, and uh, it was just a way for me to have a different lifestyle. Well, St. Martin is a good place to fall in love. <laughs> it was literally like a perfect segue into the next stage of my life, I think. And he, and he just said like, hey, I'm a yachty and like, I, I could teach you all this? Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I think we said hi back and forth like five times, like staring at each other. (laughs) And then, um, but then we like started traveling together and it was like, well, how, you know, yachting is a good way for us to be together. I can travel and make good money and save up. And, you know, it was, it was the career I really was looking for. When you started in yachting, I mean, like you just, was it hard? Like I wouldn't know what the hell to do. It was so hard. I had no idea like how high the standard was and everything. My first yacht, I mean, I got my SCCW, like my certification when I was in St. Martin, actually. I was living there, getting going to the class until I got on my first boat. And the chief stewardess, I remember, and the second stewardess, they were like, they were like horrified. Cause I got hired like in the middle of a charter. So they were super busy and it was the captain's fault. Cause the captain hired me knowing I was completely green. Like I had never even stepped onto a yacht before. And I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how to, how to pretty much like I learned, but um, yeah, I ended up staying even longer than expected. Cause 
I, you know, I was learning quick and, and she liked me, but it was hard in the beginning. I, I took a lot of, a lot of shit. <laughs> it's so interesting. Cause I've talked to so many people from below deck and so many of them like just didn't have any experience. And then they just one day got a job on a boat. Yeah, no, I know. That's kind of how it works. But uh, I, I joined yachting before the show was even a thing. So I like to pride myself in that. Like, oh, I think a lot of people now see the show and I hope they go into it for the right reasons. But I think you find that some people like, I don't know, they think it's a lot more glamorous than it is, you know? <laughs> it's like real work. Yeah, like most people aren't prepared for how much work it actually is. You have to like really accept that. <laughs> Who was like one of the worst charter guests like you've ever had? Like, do you have any horror stories where you're just like, these people are just, I mean, um, so out of control? Yeah, I mean, I'll just say like, you know, one of the worst parts of the job, I guess, is, you know, you're cleaning after people and, you know, especially when they get super drunk and, you know, I've had, I've gone to a room and like the sheets are bloody. There was like a tampon in the bed. And like, um, I know this is so disgusting, but like one time I came out of the, I went to the day head to clean the sink and I don't know how, but there was like, there was like shit in the sink. Like I, I was like throwing up, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to conceive of like how this is there. But so like, that's kind of just annoying. Like just guess kind of, you know, not, like not realizing that you know <laughs> you see them all day and then like you have to take care of them like that and were people I mean are people like what I think they are you know just because they obviously have a ton of money like are they arrogant in that sense or sometimes you just get really nice gas even though they have a ton of money um, I don't know maybe I'm lucky but like I feel like I I found that the guests are, are pretty nice like really nice you know um uh, I will say that like on my first boat though, the owner, he, he was, he did have that arrogance and, um, and like, you know, they were always family problems and you'd hear everybody fighting and it just made me appreciate like kind of my family life. Like, you know, we didn't grow up with a lot of money, but like, we don't, we don't have those kind of, um, I mean, we have our issues, but not, not like to what I was witnessing. It was kind of like uncomfortable, you know? It was it. I mean, so you got into the industry like before Below Deck was even like a yeah. thing. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, putting Below Deck aside for a minute, I mean, are the charters like really like Below Deck? Like, is like a typical charter like Below Deck? I mean, you know, we're like, everyone's kind of sleeping with everyone else. There's drama amongst the crew. Um, honestly, like it really is like that. A lot of my boats could have been filmed and been super entertaining for TV. <laughs> Let's just say that. Like, you know, you, I've had romances with crew members. Um, I've witnessed it. Um, what else? Yeah. And just like, you know, the drama between your, you know, my boss and, um, it's all there. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> pretty accurate you know it's it's really and I mean did you ever have a captain I guess like romances between like people that work on the ships like there's never a captain that says like this is forbidden like that's just not how it works um yeah no I think I think most of the boats I've been on like they're very realistic when it comes to you know that's just gonna happen but I think there are some boats out there that a captain specifically is like no couples like not gonna hire a couple um 
but you just you spend so much time with people and if you are single like and you work so hard it's just so easy to like fall into something <laughs> with someone else like uh and like you're at sea and there's nobody else yeah exactly right? what exactly. about like charter guests like is it a big issue of like charter guests hitting on the staff cuz that's what i would think um it hasn't been like the biggest issue, but I've definitely seen it and experienced it. But we have to be so professional. And I mean, we would like get fired in an instant if we like really engaged the guests like that, you know. Um, but I did hear a story of like a stewardess that, um, yeah, she worked for somebody and then the owner wanted to be with her. And, and then she just was able to like quit her job and like be with <laughs> be with this guy and like not have to work for him and just you know she's like okay well that okay. solves that yeah I'm like all right goals <laughs> but that doesn't that's just like once it's not like that happens often yeah. not as often as I think yeah not as often not definitely and like yeah like I said like it would be so easy to just lose your job if you if you engaged in that but most of the time it's unwarranted like you're like Ugh. So were you trying to get on below deck? Like, how did it come about for you? Um, it's funny because a couple years ago, I had been approached by like a recruiter um, online on my Facebook, whatever. And I was really thinking about it. I really wanted to do it. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> to be honest, like I, I kind of had some, my family was like, you know, don't, don't put yourself out there. Like, we don't want you to do that. And um, I guess a couple years went by recently and um, I decided, you know what? I, I need to make decisions for myself. I, I really felt like this calling, like I have to do this show. I have to just do it. More and more people are always like, you should be on below deck. Oh my God, you have to be on below deck or see you on below deck, be on below deck. And I'm just like, all right, you know what? this will be fun. Let's give it a go. <laughs> and then I, I got to the rounds, to the final rounds. And, did you know. your, did your, so did your family watch Below Deck or they just thought they knew well, yeah. what? It, she was obsessed with Below Deck, all Bravo shows, like, but she was just like, I can't imagine seeing my daughter on it. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> She's like, this is what happens to some of the people on Below Deck. She knows everything. Yeah. That's why she's like, Oh my God. Like <laughs> she knows that I'm, you know, she knows me and she's like, Oh my God. But I, you, I'm a private person. And I, I don't care. <laughs> did you watch the show too? Like once you were in yachting, like, did you watch below deck and did you watch Bravo? I I've seen it, but I wasn't like obsessed with it. Like, but when I knew I was going on the show, I did like watch a lot of the seasons so that, um, I could just familiarize myself a bit more with what I was about to step into. <laughs> so how are you cast now? Like, did you reach back out to them and say, hey, remember me from years ago? Or they just... Oh, right, yeah. Um, I actually did. I reached out because I knew they were casting to like that same um, casting director, recruiter. And he was just like, oh, great. Like, here's the next step, you know? So... And then you got it. yeah. So when you went back and watched all these old seasons, <laughs> what did you think? Um, I mean, I was just amazed at like, you know, everyone really has their own personality and 
I, I couldn't really compare myself or I, I just, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to come out. Um, but I was like excited to work with Kate, to be honest. Were you disappointed when they told you that Kate re- retired? I mean, yeah, I was kind of like freaked out. It's funny. Cause like, right when I was walking to the boat, you know, like, um, my Sienna, like getting on to, to this first part of the show and everything, I saw somebody with blonde hair, like up on the, the flybridge and I couldn't see her face, but then I was like, Oh, it's Kate. Like I, so then when I actually got on the boat and I met the new Steve Sue and I was like, I was literally so shocked because I was just expecting to see Kate. And then I was like, Oh, it's this other girl. <laughs> and then all of like my like preparation just went out the window, <laughs> you know? Were you like totally fangirling out as you were like approaching the boat? Like, holy shit, there's Kate. I mean, yeah, I kind of was like, I, you know, you feel like you know these people. So, yeah. And what was your preparation? Like, did you have something prepared of what you were going to say to her? Or No, the, the preparation was more like, like seeing like her pet peeves and, and what is really important to her, um, you know, as a second or third stew. So, you know, and I know all this, I have all the experience, but I just, I wanted to really make sure that I kind of kept my focus on, on what, what was really. So did you prepare, <laughs> just like having watched so many of the past episodes, <laughs> did you prepare like, oh, Kate's going to like this and I'm not going to do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of, I kind of did. <laughs> you know, then, just observation and just kind of like, okay, you know, um, <laughs> and then you get there and you're like, wait a second, all my preparation is out the window because she's not my boss now. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, I have yeah, no idea who this girl is and what she's about. Um, but if she's like any chiefs do, you know, I have to prepare that she's going to be a hard ass. <laughs> Was, did your mother freak out? Like just like in a good way or a bad way? Like when you were told her that you got the show? Oh, she freaked out. Yeah, I kind of had to like calm her down. I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's fun. It's, you know, this is exciting. Like, whatever, you know. I'm like, remember, like, I'm, I was always an actress. Like, you know, this is, I'm just, pretend it's a movie. Like, pretend it's just the role I'm playing, you know. (laughs) Well, like, in a way, I mean, if she loves the show, she should be like, this could be an in. Like, you could meet, introduce her to all these people. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think I she, I just think she's super excited now, but she's just still like nervous for me and all the the trolls online that she's like I don't want to, you know, experience anybody being negative to you or I don't want to hear what they say. I'm like, yeah, but I've already accepted it that it's going to happen no matter what. So just, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are good. That's just how it is. But so like now, cause the season just kind of started, but like you're, you're ready for all of that. Like you're ready for people to just feel like they know you. Yeah. Like as ready as I can be, I, I really don't know what that's like at all. So it's going to be really new, but. People yeah. will comment on everything. I know. <laughs> What about, like, did, do they tell you, like, when you're cast, like, do they tell you it's Captain Lee or Captain Sandy? Like, did you at least know it was Captain Lee or you don't even know that until you're on the boat? I, I knew it was Captain Lee. Yeah. That, that I did know. I don't, th- I don't remember them really telling me that, but like, I, 
I just really assumed because of the the Caribbean season and and the with her. So. Like the timing of it all. Yeah, yeah. So I was excited to meet him. Did you have a preference between Captain Lee and Captain Sandy? I didn't, but I was I was hoping Captain Lee because I think I was just more familiarized. I didn't watch as many like med seasons as I was the Caribbean. So I felt like I knew him better. And I just have a lot of respect for Captain Lee. What were you starstruck when you met Captain Lee? Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I was just happy. Also, I mean, you know, he was he was a little late on the boat. The first charter, it was very scary. We didn't know if we were going to have a captain or, like, if we could even do the first charter. Really? So tell me about that. Like, what, like, the cameras were there, you were there, everyone was there, and Captain Lee wasn't there. And he wasn't there for, like, hours. And it was less than 24 hours to until the guests were coming on. And, and Captain Lee wasn't there. And we had, like, massive amount of provisions. Um, literally, I don't understand, like, who well, – uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if they'll sh- say who, whose fault it was, or if they'll even make that an issue. But yeah, like we we were receiving like boxes of of tampons and pads and condoms, but like a ridiculous amount. Like definitely not worth uh, nine charters worth. So like we spent so much time, you know, bringing all this stuff onto the boat and then having to store it. And it was just like we were so it was it was crazy. We were not really truly prepared for that first charter. You'll, <laughs> and whose fault was that like with all those provisions um well i i don't want to blame anyone at the moment because maybe i'm not quite 100 percent sure but normally um the the ones in charge are ordering the provisions for the boat like the chief stewardess i don't know if this was different because of the show and everything like maybe you know, maybe it was like production. I don't know. But like, we were all pretty pissed off because we're like, whoever ordered all of this was like, ridiculous and not, you know, really like <laughs> making it, it wasn't like, common, it was no common sense with it. You know, it didn't make sense. Like, And was everybody freaking out? Because like, here you are, you got the TV show, you're so excited to film. Like, were you guys legitimately freaking out? Like, we may not have a charter because there's no captain. Yeah, yeah. It just it just seemed inconceivable. It was like impossible. Like how? Yeah, with all this work, we still have to do, and we don't have a captain, and like we don't know where anything is. So like it was just really overwhelming, and it felt like we were just walking into a shit show. You know. <laughs> what about production? Was production freaking out? Like, oh my god, where's the captain? Or is no? Because at this point, you know, we we can't communicate once we get on that boat we can't like communicate with anybody they're just there but like they don't exist you know so so nobody was telling us anything it was all just like (laughs) on our own so that's nerve-wracking like right because you're not gonna production's not gonna speak to you anymore they just want your reaction (laughs) wow it's pretty authentic because we're just like what the (laughs) so once captain lee got there you're probably like okay thank god Yes, a lot of relief once Captain Lee arrived. (laughs) And then, like, as you filmed the whole season, you know, was it, like, just from a work point of view, was it harder than, 
It's that time of year again, my favorite time of year, holiday shopping season is back. And normally that means one thing, drawing a blank on what to buy for the men in my life, but not this year. This year I've got it all figured out and you can too. Head on over to dukecannon.com. That's right, dukecannon.com. They have holiday-themed grooming gifts like Frothy the Beer Man gift set or the Beard That Stole Christmas gift set. Now, the Frothy the Beer Man gift set and the Beard That Stole Christmas gift set, they're both $20. That's right, $20. And they're really fun. So the Frothy the Beer Man gift set, you get three huge bars of soap. They're 10 ounces each. Two of them are the big ass beer soap and one is the big American bourbon soap. And that's right. They're infused with an adult treat, booze. The beer soaps, you guessed it, are infused with beer and the bourbon soap is infused with bourbon. But they do not smell like alcohol. So if you're worrying, wait, I'm going to shower and smell like alcohol. No, no. They, they're, they're just woodsy, they're like sandalwood, oak barrel is the bourbon smells like oak barrel and they're very masculine scents. And these bars of soap are huge and they're really fun. Like the way it's packaged is really, really fun. And don't take my word for it. Go to dukecannon.com and see for yourself. The beer that stole Christmas gift set is also $20. You get two amazing different smelling beard oils and you get a beard wash. It will, it literally... Tr- tamed my beard. My beard has never felt so good. And it will do this for the man in your life as well. And it smells of cedar and they're just a very good masculine scent. So these are just two examples. Head on over to dukecannon.com. And seriously, don't take my word for it. These are packaged so fun. Um, These are just two examples. They're unexpected. They're useful for any guy. And right now, because you're listening to this podcast, enter promo code VELVETROPE and you get 10% off your next order. You also get free shipping with orders over $30. So if you get both of these at $40, you already got your free shipping. So it's free shipping with orders over $30 and enter VELVETROPE. That's Duke Cannon. Enter VELVETROPE and you get 10% off your next order. And if you want to buy them in person, they're available at some of your local targets. Guys, this is perfect, masculine, fun for the man in your life. I use it. I love it. Dukecannon.com. Like regular charters off because the timeline is sped up, right? Like the charters last for such a short period of time. Yeah. Well, um, we had three-day charters. So that's just two nights and three days, which, I mean, I'm used to doing like five to eight to 10 to 14 day charters, which feel like an entire year, you know, like there's, it's, um, so I kind of like that these were short, um, definitely, but we were busy, you know, you're just, we're super busy. And then we only have, we have to turn the boat over. Um, it's really just nonstop, but it's very realistic to what, you know, we would do off the show on a, on a boat. So what about like the filming aspect? Like did you just, you forgot the cameras were there like within an hour. <laughs> yeah. You get used to it pretty fast. And I, I kind of like started to like it. I thought it was kind of funny that that's just somebody like, there's always somebody watching like my reactions. Um, I thought that was so interesting that other, like, you know, like, you know, that these people are witnessing what like I'm going through and um it's nothing I even have to like explain because they'll 
they'll show it. And I don't know. It was kind of like actually, that. Yeah, especially when I felt like I needed some. I'm like, did you know? Like, did you see that? Like, am, am I crazy? Like, or is this happening? But yeah. Did you like as you were filming? Like, did you cringe? Like anything you did where you're like, oh my god, like please don't show that, or you just thought it to yourself, or you were just kind of like, eh. Yeah, there will be some cringy moments. <laughs> there will be. <laughs> Regarding you specifically. I think so, yeah. I mean, of course. Like, we they have, uh, what, six weeks worth of footage at all hours, even when I'm sleeping. Like, of course, you're, you're going to look like, you know, your face is going to look ugly at some point or, or you're going to do something that you wouldn't really want the whole world to see. But they will because <laughs> you put yourself out there. How did Francesca, the new Chiefs, do? You know, just like in your mind, what Kate would have been like. How do you think Francesca fared? Like, do you think Kate would have been stricter, nicer? Hmm. Um, yeah, this quite I can't give too much away here. Um, but I will say that, you know, there's a reason why I said I think I would have liked to have met Kate. Um, because I I did feel that Kate was, you know, even though she she was so good at her job, she knew her stuff. Um, and she was really good at delegating. She was a, she was a great leader. And I thought, I think so because she was also very patient. She had stewardesses under her that like, didn't even have that much experience or didn't know how to do things. And like, and she, you know, she wasn't threatening to fire them or anything. She was, she, you know, she, she would be, yeah, just more patient. And, and, and I did think that she gave people a chance and she was like, nice, actually. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now, with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. 
And you can too. I love Crocs' new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. Okay, so that doesn't that doesn't give too much away, but we'll have to watch your interaction with Francesca. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you met like anyone? You know, like now that you've gone back and like rewatched all this, and after you were cast, like, did you reach out to like Colin Macy is from Long Island, like Tanner's from Long Island? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I had met Tanner. Um before I even went on the show, I actually met that old crew because um, I knew Brian from uh, the Mediterranean years ago. We had like a big friend group because we were all in Palma for a couple months, like living there in between jobs. So um, I had talked to him a few times about like, yeah, about the show. And, and so I had met that crew when they were out after like an Andy Cohen thing or reunion actually. (laughs) Because you were in New York at that time. Yeah, sorry, I was in New York, yeah. And so it just worked out. It was cool. Did Brian or anyone else, like, from the old crew or any of the crews, like, did anyone reach out and give you advice? Um, yeah, I got some, like, general advice about, you know, be yourself. It's like, like, oh, that's, like, the best. That's what I keep, that I heard the whole time from everybody. It's just like, just really, you know, be you. And um, yeah, what they weren't saying like anything like, you know, be cautious. Um, yeah, that's all I can say really. Be cautious of producers, be cautious of the other, the other people you work with. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess just, you know, be aware that, that everything is, Everything can be out there. Um, True. I don't know. Did you have... It it was hard to take advice from other people, too, because, like, nobody's me, you know? Like, we're all... We all have our own little roles here to play, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there anyone else from the past, like, other than Kate, that you're, like, dying to meet, like, from any of the other charters? Oh, um, I mean, you're in the Bravo family now, like as the weeks go on, you will, 
you're gonna it's really because like i spoke to like alex radcliffe like i don't know if you watched like last season mediterranean like yes at the end like they're just they were so different and like you know i we, we spoke like at the beginning like you and i will have to speak at the end and you're gonna just you'll be an old pro like week after week when this stuff airs you oh. know I can't wait for that. Yeah. Cause I do feel like in the beginning, I'm still a bit like what is going on, like kind of rusty and like who I am and <laughs> like, you know, it's a mystery too. We don't know how we're going to be kind of like portrayed. So, so you have this amazing boyfriend you met on the beach of St. Martin. I imagine that is no longer the case, right? Yeah, no, that, that relationship's over. Um, but you know, it was a, it was a time in my life. I learned a lot and wish the best type of thing, you know? So when you went away to below deck, you boarded this ship single. I was, I was single. So I know you're not going to give too much away, but might we see you partake in a boat romance this season? Yeah, you may, you might. (laughs) And I mean, that's, yeah. If you just watch the trailers, you might be able to figure it out. But listen, the one thing about Below Deck is they always get a good-looking crew. Yeah, there but are some cute boys this season. Yeah, definitely. But that's really, you know, in yachting in general, like everybody is is always very good-looking and put together. I feel like <laughs> in their own ways. They are. Do you watch like? any other like Bravo shows? Like, are you a fan of the housewives, like a reality TV? You don't have to be. I'm just curious. Yeah. No. So to be honest, like I just with my lifestyle and then having worked on the boats and stuff, like I, I never have time to like sit and watch TV. I really don't. Um, but I do, I want to watch the housewives. Like, um, sorry. Am I still on here? Oh yeah. Um, no. So like, it's like a goal in life to be able to find myself in that moment to just relax and like, and get into the shows. So but you're traveling, but I'm going to try to, cause mm. I love, <laughs> what do you love best about like the yachty lifestyle? Like you just love being on the boats. You love the travel. You love the meeting people. Like you just love it. Yeah. I mean, I really love, everything having to do with the ocean. You know, I am a mermaid. <laughs> I have a tail and everything. Like that's always been my thing. I, I love, I just love being on the water and going to these beautiful locations. Um, you know, and, and cleaning has kind of become this like meditative thing at times. Like I know that I can like work hard and, and just put my head into it and do it. And it's just, you know, I, I haven't really minded it too much. The serving, I, I do like serving, making drinks, and and it's like, it's fun. It really has been fun. Did you find, like, the charter guests on Below Deck, like, were they meaner and more demanding than the real world or nicer? Um, I found them actually to all be, like, super nice. Uh, they were just having so much fun and I was like happy for them. And I just, all I want are people to be happy, like the guests to be happy. So I'll never like complain that like they're 
annoying or anything because they pay all this money to like be on this beautiful boat and have this trip and get you know the five-star service and whatever they want that's the point of yachting like you go on these yachts and literally anything you want we're supposed to be able to make happen for you so like you know i can't complain if they're asking for whatever it's like that's 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 what they're supposed to do like it's a lot of money yeah they're supposed to have literally whatever they want so and that's what i was trained to even like you know have that kind of way of thinking from the beginning it's like there's no impossibilities if if we're in the middle of nowhere and they need to watch a football game like we find a way to make sure it happens like whether we have to fly in a satellite or like literally like whatever they want we make happen so what's these guys like what's like the strangest request like not even in a negative way but just like over the top where you're like i don't know how we're gonna make this happen whether Um, it was on below deck or off below deck what came to mind, which is definitely possible, but it's annoying, was um, somebody somebody only wanted, like one of the women, she only wanted like the red Skittles in like a big bowl. So we had to like just pick out the red ones. And, but like it was like a lot. And like, so that's like a really weird, like annoying request. Yeah. I mean, even if I wanted, see, that's the thing. Even if I wanted that, like, I don't know, no matter how much money I had, I just don't think I would ever feel comfortable asking someone to do that. Yeah, I know. I know. Was that on below deck or that was off? That wasn't, that was off. Um, On below deck though. I mean, I could say, yeah, one of the guests they had, they wanted, they requested to eat sushi off of a naked girl on the table. <laughs> so. So we'll see that coming. That. <laughs> That's always fun. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> what about, what's like the biggest tip? Like, have you ever just gotten a tip where you're just like, this is so ridiculous? It, and I still like think about it and want to cry. Um, it was so good too. I was on a boat in the Mediterranean in Greece and we did an eight day charter on a 68 meter yacht. So that's over 200 feet. And we had 17 crew members and the yacht chartered for a million for the week. And the owner, I mean, the, the charter, um, the charter guest, he tipped 20%. And so that ended up being about $10,000 for that week in a tip like in cash for all for each crew member wow like that was really a nice chunk of money for a week on top of your salary right (laughs) i mean to be given ten thousand dollars yeah yeah um but you know that was but then we did a charter literally the next week and we didn't get any tip because it was like somebody from I forget what country, but it's like tipping isn't really in their culture or, or she said she was going to like send the tip and they never did or something like that. But so it was like, you know, we did the same amount of work and then got nothing. So you just have to get lucky, get on the right boat, right situation. But that was, I was lucky that time, but that's like the best I've ever had. How do you guys like respond to like no tip? Like the captain's just like, look, this sucks, but just suck it up. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Or like I said, I feel like it was like promised for a while longer. So we were like hoping and then 
it just never happened. It never and came. Just, and you just have to be prepared for that. Yeah, which sucks. <laughs> Did you watch last season of Below Deck Med, the season that just passed? I saw like a lot of episodes, but not all of them. But I like was trying to see when I could. Yeah. With like Jess and Rob Westergaard. And- yeah, I saw all of that. I mean, I definitely am familiar. I have a lot of respect for um, Jessica because I felt bad that she was getting so much shit because she looked jealous or whatever. But, you know, I think people have to put themselves in her shoes. And Rob has never tried to slip into your DMs? Actually, um, I will just put this out there. I had spoken to Rob through Instagram uh, in the very beginning about the show. Um, but like, yeah, I never met him and I, I was never like pursuing like, that. <laughs> like right after you were cast? Well, no, it was like when the first episode, when his first episode came out. I forget how it happened, but like we just connected on Instagram and and... And he fe- I think he knew that I was on the show because we were following the same people and stuff. Did you DM him or did he DM you? I honestly, I don't even remember. I don't. I really don't. And then I, you just chatted and that was that? That was that, yeah. Because um, he slips into a lot of women's DMs. I heard. I, I completely heard. And I saw, like, all of the exes coming together with, like, publicizing his conversations and I was like oh my god were you like (laughs) were you like I dodged a bullet I mean yeah I just at this point in my life like I I just I want to be with somebody um that all every all the boxes are checked off and there's no like weirdness like (laughs) and Rob and Rob is not that person well yeah no no, I is just it, don't, I don't feel like it would ever be, he'd ever be, uh, yeah, you just know it, no. <laughs> Somebody I want to I wanna be with. Is it hard to date, like, living the yachty lifestyle? Ugh. I mean, how it's happened for me is that, like, I would just meet somebody and then we'd start dating right away because we're, like, living together and working together. And that's cool in a sense because things – things happen real fast. You know, you get to know somebody really quick. So if you're dating for two weeks, I mean, two months and you work on a boat together, it feels like a year, you know? And the spaces Um, are so small. They are so small. And then you're also around other people and it's just a whole different dynamic. It either works or it doesn't. Um, But I'm kind of over the, the yacht romances. Like, I don't know. I need stability in my life and I want to meet my soulmate. I really do. I'm like, <sighs> well, I think a lot of people might slip into your DMS now once below deck starts to proceed ahead week after week. Yeah. And like, how do you handle that? How do you know who's, who's somebody worth talking to and who's just like thinks it's cool that you're on TV and you're pretty or whatever. <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of people that just are thrilled that you're on TV and yeah, I know you just have to like weed through that. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, I've had Colin Macy on this show and he's talked about like, you know, there's a lot of people like he'll go on a date with a girl and she'll be like, yeah, I, I, I knew you were on below deck. I was just trying not to pretend, you know? Oh so my I think you'll get that. Yeah. Yeah. 
why do people on these charters, I swear, I don't know if it's like this in the real world, but why is no one ever happy with the food? Oh, like the guests? Yeah. At um, least on Below Deck. I mean, they're, they're okay sometimes, but they always complain about the food. Sometimes I feel like they're just being extra picky. Like they're just trying to like find. But honestly, on this season, Rachel is an amazing chef. I mean, Captain Lee even said that Rachel is like the best chef favorite that he's like worked. worked really? With. Yeah, he had come out and said that. Like, so. It's just nice to see a woman chef. Like. And she's hilarious. Like I really? love her. Yeah. It's about time. We haven't seen right. it, you know? So much fun in that galley, just like always, always cracking up and yeah. And she's just so good at her job. She knows her stuff. So that's what, why do you, how do you think this season, like you don't have to give anything away and below deck was different than some of the past seasons. Oh, the I ones mean, that you so, saw. Yeah. I guess in so many ways, just, um, in that, you know, we had a new chief stew and um i think that already it just changes the dynamic from what it was because it felt like we really were all very new and even though eddie has been on the seasons like i don't know it feels like there was like not besides captain lee like the leadership like you know nothing was kind of holding us together if that makes sense like it feels like we were all just super new and like thrown together but I don't feel like any other seasons ever looked like that, I guess, because you had Kate, like, you know, strong. Who's been there forever. Been there, yeah. So I just feel like this season's going to be so different, just, like, not having Kate and, like, us just all being like, hi, like, <laughs> we're new here. <laughs> you need to reach out and DM Kate if you want to meet. I'm, she'll get back to you, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I just like, I just think she's a great chief stewardess and I have a lot of respect for her. So I just, yeah, I just want her to know that. <laughs> How is Below Deck? Like, have you worked on boats, like even before you were cast on this show? Like, do people talk about Below Deck, like on boats, like when you're just doing your job? Like, is it a thing people talk about in the industry? Um, or not yeah. as much as I think? Well, not... Not as much as you think, but in the sense that, um, to be honest, a lot there's a lot of people that don't, like a lot of yachties that have been in it for a long time that kind of like don't like the show because, like I said before, I think it attracts people into the industry that aren't coming for the right reasons. So what the show did was kind of like, you know, glorify yachting. And, and yes, you do see the reality how hard we work, but... I still don't think people know unless they really are doing it. And uh, yeah, I just know that a lot of yachties are like, ugh, about the show in the sense that they think it's like, not exploiting like what we do, but in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do know what you mean. Do you think, so do you think people get into yachting now? Just like, I want to be on TV and I'll do this for a year and then I'll apply to Below Deck? Um, I mean, I, I have met people like that. Yeah. And I've met people that, that, you know, see it and when not just, yeah, they want to travel and they want to make money and, and they want to be a yacht stewardess or whatever, or deckhand. Um, 
not even that they just want to be on TV, but they, they want to completely join the industry. But like I said, I still feel like it's, they're not always in it for the, they don't realize the type of work that it really entails. It's know? like real work. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah, it really, really is. <laughs> and like how many people get on below deck? Like that's, it's a small. I know. I know. A lot of people must have applied and in the end there's what, seven of us? Like. It's hard. So, Yeah. Have you ever been on a charter where someone famous was on it? Um, yeah, yeah. Like who? Am I, there was a, I was working in the med and on our charter, we were actually in Italy and there was this big like Google camp kind of convention. And, um, and there were some people as guests on the boat because we had like an after party on our boat. So like the guests that were coming on. Am I allowed to say who? Like, <laughs> yeah, because like it wasn't on below. Yeah, deck. Um, like I didn't. Alicia Keys was like sitting in our main salon, and uh, Kygo, the DJ, I like handed him a glass of champagne. <laughs> um, who else? I know Bill Gates wasn't on the yacht, but he was at the convention. It was wow. like all, really like the wealthiest people. Like all. Are you the type to get starstruck? Honestly, like, I'm not. And a lot of it is, like, because I, I don't even recognize celebrities. Like, I've probably met so many people, and I'm just like, hey. And, like, I don't even know what they're thinking. So, I, no, with my personality, I kind of I kind of treat everybody just like, like who they are, you know, as a person. Like, yeah. Well, that's nice of you. Well, I, th I think that's how, yeah. I think I think people like that, too, about me, I guess, because... Yeah. How was Alicia Keys? What? How was Alicia Keys? Well, I didn't even really get, I didn't get like to talk to her or anything. Um, but I remember she was just like staying inside and having these like conversations just like in the main salon and everybody else was kind of outside. So she was just like kind of being a bit low key and doing her thing. Yeah. I don't know. It was just cool. Are you excited? Because, I mean, at some point this season, you will be, I guess, via Zoom, but you will be on Watch What Happens Live, Andy. Yeah. Oh, I'm just putting my charger oh, on. I'm sorry. That's fine. So that's kind of like a big oh deal, right? Like, aren't you? Um, yeah, I, I'm so excited. I hope that happens for sure. I'm really bummed that it won't be in person. I know. Well, when you said you were in but, New York, I was like, oh, maybe you're coming to be on Watch What Happens. But no. I mean, it'll oh, be on Zoom. Well, You'll be on it. I mean, everyone last season was on it at least once. Really? So, yeah. You'll yeah. be. You'll, so that's going to be exciting, right? Your mother will probably yeah. die when you're on Watch What Happens. Like, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And I have a lot of friends that are, like, huge fans. So, this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. They're like even like more excited for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you like most nervous about? Like as the season progresses and we see more and more of you, like are you nervous about anything or just more excited? 
Um, I will admit, you know, I'm super excited, but nervous in the sense that I just don't know how certain things are going to look. Um, because my experience was my experience, you know? Um, so I know what I experienced. And I just really hope that the truth comes out. Like, I hope that it's it's truthful. I hope that the everything comes out the way I experienced it, let's just say. Um, yeah. And so like, I guess what would be making me feel nervous is just that it's, it, it doesn't look that way or, you know, I don't, I don't know. Huh. Without giving anything away. Well, now you have me completely intrigued about what to expect. Oh, good. From you. That's a- <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Interesting. So you've done some things which might be edited a certain way that you might be like, oh. or yeah, yeah, or just like the progression of the progress. Yeah, the progression. Let's just say. Interesting. Yeah, like I think people are going to be surprised at at how dynamics change and I mean that always kind of happens I guess but like it really does it really does um you know on this season but all I know is like I you know I feel like I was steady in how I felt and what I was like doing throughout but like still You'll have to come back and talk to us because again like I feel like (laughs) Alex and like everyone last season where it was their first season like by the end, they were just like, Alex was on Watch What Happens a few times. I'm like, you don't even seem like the same person to me. Like, so it's going to be, it'll be interesting. Oh, cool. You're excited yeah. for your premiere. You're having your premiere party. So that's exciting. Yeah, I really am. Like I said, my friends and family are very excited and supportive. So it's nice to know that I can uh, jump off this first episode with like all of that. So what happens after that? Like, are you going back to Florida? Are you now going to, like, that's your plan to go back to Florida? Yeah, I'll be back in Florida. I'm actually filming, like, a short film in Miami uh, the week I go back. Because I'm I'm looking for acting opportunities now. uh, So you're pursuing acting. I am, yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. Are you going to do more charters? Like, how is that, like, with COVID? Like, there's no charters now at all? Um, they actually are. It's just crew needs to get tested. And my favorite thing to do the past year or so is, is freelance, as is due. So I don't permanently live and work on a boat, but I can get flown somewhere and work for the one week or so with a charter and then and then get flown back. And it's like, I'm in and out. <laughs> and I love that. Well, and especially if you can get like $10,000 for a week. Yes, I know. Oh my God. But I just don't know what it's going to be like now working with like the show. Like if the guests are like watching the show, am I going to be like their stew on the boat? And like, I think that could be a little awkward. They're going to say, Oh my God, <laughs> you're from below deck. Yeah. We're, we're watching you, you know? <laughs> that's Well, I mean like, that's how it is. Like I, I'm friends with like Riley Gerber and like, she'll say like, when I go on, like people, oh. people will say like, that's her from below deck. But then yeah. you're like, I still got to work. Like I still got to get my job done. Yeah, exactly. I do. I do like Riley. I'd like to meet her. She's somebody I, I I'll put thought. you in touch with her. She's like, she's just what you think she is. She doesn't give a fuck. She'll say whatever. Yeah. And I love, I love that. It's like my favorite quality in people, just that authenticity, you know, 
That's because you're from New York. Yeah, I don't like that shady shit. I don't like that's that. how that's how we are in the city. Yeah, exactly. We're just like we're real, you know. The best area of the world. I know it really is. I'm proud to <laughs> be from New York. Is there anything else like you want us to cover? Like I always like to give people a chance at the end. Like anything I didn't bring up that you would like to bring up? Um, this has been really fun. Uh. I, I can't think of anything really, but I, we should talk again. <laughs> I feel like it's a getting to know you, you know, yeah. the audience has only seen a little bit of you. So like now as the weeks go on, we'll see more of you and yeah, you, you'll like come on like towards the middle end and we'll, we'll have like a check-in about how the season's going for you. Yeah. That would be really great. Yeah. So, and I mean, expect your Instagram followers to start going way up. I know that's that's going to be very interesting of an experience starting tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> yes. So tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram. Oh yeah, well I'm Betta Bird, B E T T A B I R D. That's my alias. <laughs> everyone and needs to follow you. I would love that, and I'm actually working on like a website because um, I do make art and. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of eccentric. I have a lot of different little things going on and I would love people to know that and if they're interested in anything, you can reach out to me. I love it. I yeah. love it. I really appreciate yeah. your time. Like tell your family hello. Thank you for coming on. Everyone needs to follow you. Yeah. Good luck and Thank keep you. in touch during the season. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was so nice meeting you and I look forward to it. Anytime. Keep in touch. Thank you, everyone. Elizabeth from Below Deck. Follow her. And thank you for taking your time. I'll see you later. Bye. Yes. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.